Hi, friends. Welcome back to Celebration Week. This week marks one year as a podcast, and we're celebrating by posting several special episodes this week. Today marks the third birthday of the Father's House Orange County. Good God, we have so much to celebrate because it has been a journey. From our living room with 15 people dreaming about a church to now being in a building, surviving a global pandemic and mandatory quarantine for over 15 months, to now welcoming new friends and faces to our church is nothing short of a miracle. On today's short episode, I don't just want to talk about what I've seen or learned. I've asked a few people to share what the church means to them. Perhaps you don't go to church or maybe you went as a child. Please know that it's not lost on me that you going into a new environment or community is very uncomfortable. Maybe that's kept you away from church, or maybe you just have lost the desire to go because you don't see the point. Here's the truth. So many people have reservations about church pre-COVID. With so many things to do and people to see, church has become an afterthought for so many people. Couple this with the fact that so many people wrestle with church hurt or someone has made them feel a certain way. People are racking up a fence and not wanting to even be part of the capital C church, not a specific church, but the church in general. What we are now seeing coming out of a post-COVID life is people just want to give up on the church body, period. On today's episode, this isn't just to celebrate TFHOC, but to simply celebrate the power of church. I want to thank Jose DeLeon for his idea and also recording these audio clips for the podcast. He is the embodiment of the power of gathering as a church and seeing his life transformation and change has been such a gift to me in such a hard season. In fact, we call him Josie at church and he oversees our entire video ministry. We love him, and this is Josie sharing one of his favorite church memories. So I think my best memory at TFH would have to have been my first day. I remember walking in late. My friend Claudia had invited my wife and I a couple of times, and we hadn't really shown up. Um, but I remember when we finally did, we, we showed up late, and we showed up to the last song of worship. And as we're walking in, I can already... I could already feel like my heart beating out of my chest. We're getting closer to like the door and, and I'm holding my, my wife's hand. We had dropped off my son at the childcare and, and immediately when we walked in, we felt um, God's presence like never before. It had been a while. It had been a while for us. We didn't have a home church for a while. We felt that it had been our time to move from our original home church, but we didn't know where or why or how this was going to play out. But that moment that we walked in, we just knew that there was something here. And we just sat there and we just cried. We just cried and and we soaked it all in. It was a moment that is engraved in my head and in my wife's heart as well. That very special moment for us was that was that one day for us. That was our our pivoting moment and um, we hold that very dear. If you have your journey where you're you're unsure where you're leading to or, or where God is taking you and you're in that desert, just know that the time is going to come. It's going to come and and the road will be very clear for you. So don't give up. I know not all people have felt or experienced this at their local church, but I always say find a church that feels like home. If you want something to feel more liturgical or mellow, maybe contemplative, perhaps check out a Presbyterian church. If you want something more lively, upbeat, it's a turn up, maybe check out a Pentecostal church. But no matter what you prefer, I would encourage you to find a church that preaches and teaches the word of God. The sad reality is that church has become a lot of different things in a lot of different places. For some, church reminds them of a fashion show or ostentatious display of money and name brands. For others, church feels like a place of judgment and condemnation. For others, it feels like a show with thin theology and pop psychology. 
if we aren't careful, we can go to a church for information and not transformation. We can go to church for motivation, not revelation. The moment we make church about a place, a personality or a persona, we run the risk of getting hurt. If you wondered why going to the house of God is important, if you've ever wondered why getting off the couch and going to church mattered, it's because the presence of God is there. You may have hurt or maybe have some wounds, but don't get it twisted. You're not there to impress people or tick some box off for religion. You go to experience the presence of God. Marian Favors is a mama of our house, and she said it beautifully. I just want to share one thing, or it could be two things, that you can heal from when it comes to church hurt. So um, I'm just remembering a church that I attended probably 15 years ago, and I remember a sermon that was preached, and the pastor was talking about uh, how people just give up on give up on God and they give up on Jesus because of what has happened in the church. And so I believe that the one thing that really steers people away from uh, really leaning into God is because they have put their trust in man, not in Jesus. When we come to church, we are coming because we want to be in the presence of God. And I know that church, church is, is, is the church is a building. It is a place where we come to worship. It's a place where we, place where we come to heal. But the one p- reason we're coming is so that we can be in, t- in the presence of the Lord. And because we are around people, we are part of a big community. These are believers. These are people that are following Jesus. And you know what? In life, you're going to get hurt. And so the one thing that we have to do is not look to people for healing, not look for people for answers of the problems that we're dealing with. What we have to do is really look to Jesus. So I would say that when you are dealing with people, you want to love on people because they're part of the community. But the reason why we come to church is to hear from the Lord. And the only way you are going to deal with church hurt is to not put people above God, not to put people on a pedestal. This is about us loving Jesus. And when we keep our eyes on Jesus, then we can deal with any type of church hurt. So I just hope that this actually ministers to you and just keep your eyes focused on Jesus and not on people. The truth of the matter is that hurt is very real. And I don't want to take away from the very real emotions that sometimes happen in the walls of church. Michelle has attended our church from the very beginning, and I've been honored to see her heal and grow and dream new dreams after going through some rough church hurt. When I led a small Bible study group through the book of Ephesians, Michelle was one of the girls who joined. I sensed she was reserved and hesitant about trusting leadership. But the beauty about community is that healing can take place in the very place that brought hurt. As she said, hurt people hurt people. But I love knowing that God could heal us all. The church has played a big role in my redemption and healing story. I grew up in church. My dad has been a pastor my whole life, and I've been in ministry for the last 10 years, and I've seen a lot and been through a lot and have a lot of wounds that I have personally faced. But there is one thing that I do know, and this is what TFHOC has told me, is that his church will always be a healing bomb for my wounds. And if there's anything I can tell anybody who's experiencing church hurt and is walking through that valley, it's these things, is that people will always fail you, but God never will. People are 
Unfortunately, we just are hurt people and sometimes we hurt others. And I really do feel that we need to trust and know that God will always, always come through for us. And the other thing is, is we need to know that we walk in forgiveness and grace every day. So we have to be willing to stand on that foundation whenever we face hurt. And lastly, is that God has a purpose for you in his church. You are a part of his kingdom. You are a part of what he is building. So don't let the wounds stop you from your calling. God has so much more for you. And those wounds will become your testimony and will be able to be a healing bomb to other people. The church has played a major role in my redemption and healing story, specifically over the last couple of years. I grew up in the church. My dad has been a pastor my whole entire life. I've been in ministry for 10 years, so I've walked through a lot, and I've had to experience a lot of wounds that I was not aware I carried and had walk through. And when I came to TFHOC three years ago, I was beaten up, battered, and I was just in a really hard place. But this church specifically really led me into a place of understanding what forgiveness and grace looks like, specifically when it comes to church hurt. And it has just been a healing bomb for my soul. And something else that they have really, really taught me is to really just walk in that and to walk it out. So if anybody is facing church hurt, there is this these few things that I would say to you. And the first thing is this, is that people will always fail you. People will always let you down, but God never will. He is the God who is a healer and he will always come through for you. And if you recognize that, you will always be able to walk out in your, in your calling. And the second thing is, is remember your foundation of forgiveness and grace. That is what our faith is built on. And that is what we are called to. And then lastly, Don't let your wounds hold you back from what you're called to do. Your wounds are a testimony for what God is building in his church. Don't let somebody steal your calling because he is so much bigger and so much better and has so much more for you that if you hold yourself back, you will never be able to see his kingdom glory. And that is what we get to be a part of when we're a part of church. And that's what TFHOC is doing so, so, so well is they are encouraging you to go after your calling. So I right now encourage you to do the same. If heading back into the office kind of gives you a little bit of anxiety because you're like, I've been living in sweats and yoga pants for the last year, don't worry. I heard about this great company I'm telling you about. It's called Beta Brand. It is for busy women who want to look polished and put together, but don't have time to deal with uncomfortable clothing. In fact, I usually record all of my podcasts wearing these Beta Brand pants. I think that they are so incredibly comfortable and it gives that faux illusion of you looking put together while still being mighty comfortable. Right now, our listeners get 30% off their Beta Brand orders when they go to betabrand.com slash going there. That's B-E-T-A. B-R-A-N-D dot com slash going there for 30% off your order for a limited time. And when you use that special URL, you're also helping support this show. Me and producer Madi love you. Discover what it's like to be comfortable and confident while in your work environment. Go to betabrand.com slash going there for 30% off. I love how she said, when we walk in our healing, we will get to be a healing bomb to someone else. That is a powerful and true statement. In fact, it's part of who we are. It's our ethos. We want to create a space for people to flourish and grow, especially those like my friend Trey, who we're about to hear from. 
he is new to the community and yet found a spot at the Father's house. Um, the church has shown up for me in the area of community. Me not being from here, it was one of those difficult things trying to find my place. And they just immediately from day one just made me <laughs> feel so loved and so at home, like immediately. And then getting involved in community groups where I, those connections just grew deeper and just seeing the consistency in it, it, it just made me realize like home and, and it doesn't have to be my my blood family, but it's the family that you make and I just feel like God positioned them in that area. Trey knows that this isn't easy and it's going to take some work. He's worked hard at building community and has found some great friends while serving at church. One thing that he's learned is that it's taken some work and some willingness to get uncomfortable. One thing I learned from like trying to heal from church hurt is like, and just people hurt in general, honestly, like it's being intentional, like in the spaces, like getting around people, getting around godly people, getting around like community and really fighting for it a little bit more. Um, I think it's easy for me to be comfortable and not letting people in. So because of past hurts, but sometimes it's like, I know Pastor B had a message about fighting for your joy. And I think it goes with a lot of things like that. As far as I don't want to have this church hurt. So I have to fight for like freedom in that as well. And it might be uncomfortable to be around certain people, like people sometimes because of church hurt or people hurt. And it's like, well, I'm, I can either stay comfortable in that or I can get a little uncomfortable to let people in and, and actually build relationships. And it's tough sometimes, but it's a fight that like, <laughs> you just don't stop. Just like your joy, just like your peace, just like any, like you just don't stop fighting. When I think of the sacrifice and labor it's taken to keep our church moving forward amidst adversity and opposition, it's because of the people who make TFHFC home. Seeing their commitment to this community and transformation that's taken place in their lives has been a true gift to me. The last three years have been some of the hardest years of my entire life, but I know the seed sown will reap a harvest of souls. It already has. My husband was able to share his heart about what this season has meant, what we've overcome, and what he sees for our church. You know, as we celebrate three years at TFHOC coming up and just thinking about just, I mean, three years old as a church and probably 50% of that has been spent in dealing in a pandemic and quarantine and just all kinds of unique factors that, um, how do you lead in the midst of that? How do you do church in the midst of that? How do you do community in the midst of that? All these things that were really challenging. I think, you know, everybody you talk to, especially from pastors to people that are in the church, it was a really challenging time. And I think anytime you're in a situation where, you know, even as, even as you're talking about like the gospels, we're getting ready to teach on Mark, but Mark was written to Christians that were in Rome and their circumstances were crazy. Like they're being persecuted, but stuff comes to the surface when I think you're in the midst of those things. And I think in the season where so many people were discouraged, so many people were in depression, so many people were trying to figure out what was happening. There was massive amounts of loss. We kind of went through this season where our, our faith was tested. And, and here's the amazing thing, even in the midst of that, is, is God is still doing things, God is still moving, uh, I, the church is growing. And if I got, you know, if I'm excited about one thing, kind of looking forward, and I don't want this to be like a, you know, kind of one of those things you just say, it's kind of a common phrase, but I do believe the best is yet to come. We've gone through some stuff. And those that remain, the remnant that's there, you know, even in, even though the church has grown, there's new faces, there's new leaders, there's new volunteers, and God's just doing something. And I just believe that our next our next years as a church are going to be some of our best years as a church. I just believe that God's getting ready to move, and we just want to position ourselves so embrace the transformation and just the the things that He's going to do in people's lives. 
On behalf of Matt and I, you are invited to join us as we celebrate our third birthday at TFHOC with a DJ, some desserts, a photo booth, and a whole lot of fun this Sunday, September 12th, live in person or online at 9 or 11 PST. Tomorrow is our last episode of the week, and we will finally celebrate one full year as a podcast. I can't wait to revisit some fun interviews and celebrate with our podcast community. 